Hey everyone, welcome back to SEL Convergence. I'm back again with Tom. Hi Mike, how are you? I'm doing well. Good. And we are really, really excited today because not only do we get to bring more stories of SEL from educators, but I think we have something really unique to share today. Unique and tremendously exciting. Mm -hmm. And we also have a really nice mixture of different specialties in the room today, mm -hmm. which I'm really, really excited about. Mm -hmm. So today we have a, a friends from Owen J. Roberts School District, and Owen J. Roberts is involved in our social-emotional learning connection. We have Becky Kilfoy, who's a school nurse at West Vincent Elementary, and Sarah Weber, who is our counselor at West Vincent Elementary. And these two wonderful ladies I've had the privilege of knowing for a few years now. Both of them have participated in our social emotional learning master's degree out of Newman University. They are outstanding educators. They are deeply caring women. And along with you, Mike, as a special educator, are involved every single day in intervening with children and all the various needs our children have, from social-emotional learning needs to the significant needs of trauma-informed care today. So ladies, could you tell us a little bit about uh, your roles in West Vincent and help our, our listeners understand the unique blend of your talents and the team that exists between the two of you? Okay, well, I'll start. Uh, this is Becky. Um, I am the school nurse at West Vincent Elementary School. I've been there now for about six years. Sarah and I started at just about the same exact time. A little bit, yeah. Um, and developed a very quick and easy friendship, um, which really lends itself to an amazing team. Um, and we are so excited to be here today to talk about um, an emotion management program uh, that we developed a few years back now. I guess we've put it through for one full school year. Um, and uh, we're just excited to tell you about it today. It's, uh, it's a little bit SEL and a whole lot of love and caring. Beautiful. Sarah, tell us a little bit about your role there, sure. and then we'll start talking about your program. Sure. So at West Vincent, um, we have one counselor, which is me, uh, for kindergarten through sixth grade. Um, so I meet with students individually. Um, I teach classroom lessons. Uh, at West Vincent, we have guidance as a special. So I see kindergarten through third grade at um, special time for guidance lessons. So they each have a nine-week program. Um, so they integrate... SEL learning a lot into everything they're doing. Um, what I was really excited about with this program, and uh, Nurse Becky had come up with it, and then we kind of worked together a little bit um, to formalize it and to go into classrooms, is that it really took a lot of um, the science behind what's happening in your body, and it made it okay for those kids that weren't ready to come to guidance to have another place that they could go. Um, classroom teachers do a really, really good job building that classroom community, but they don't always have the ability to meet one-on-one -on -one and sit down and talk to kids about um, their issues and their problems. And some of our kids don't feel comfortable, especially when they, the first time they're coming to my office is, you know, in sixth grade, um, sometimes they don't feel comfortable making that leap. Um, and by Becky coming forward and giving them a lot of the science and telling them what's happening in their bodies and um, um, and she'll go into a lot of that. Mm -hmm. um, it really made my job a lot easier, and we found that we were collaborating a lot and um, going back and forth with referring. She would refer students to me, and I would refer to her, and it just became um, more of this 
team approach to how to um, help support children. Beautiful. So before we get into the science, the social, emotional learning, and the wellness in, involved in the program, Becky, tell us about the structure of the program. Tell us about your original vision. So it's interesting. Um, I, I came up with this idea um, as part of one of the classes or courses I was taking uh -huh. through the social emotional learning master's program, and it was building resilience in your high-risk student. Uh -huh. um, so Sarah and I were talking one morning, and I was trying to develop my professional goal for the year. And I was dialing in on our frequent flyer or uh, our frequent visitors uh -huh. to, the, to the health center or to the health office. And... Um, I was really trying to dig in and lean into what is bringing them to me. Why are they coming so often? Uh, research says it's you know five times in a school year. Let me tell you, I've been seeing these kids mm. five times in a week. Um, so you know, in my mind, there's something going on with these guys. Um, mm. And what I would classify their visits were null visits. They weren't sick. And they weren't injured. They were here for some other reason. Mm -hmm. um, so as part of the class and, and what I was learning through the social-emotional learning um, classes I was taking um, was really more about the self-management, right, and self-assessment of these kids and what's going on within their bodies. Mm -hmm. um, so I developed a nurse's pass, a new nurse's pass, if you will. All, of, all our school nurses are using nurse passes to get our kids mm -hmm. to the office, but I developed a new one and I included emotion. Um, into this nurse pass because um, really you know again digging into some of the research I was looking at um, our kids are, are stressed and that stress is coming out in somatic symptoms in our kids so headaches and stomach aches and aches and pains um, that really if we really dig in there's no real reason for it mm -hmm. you know their throats are normal on exam um, they're well hydrated they're eating they're well slept you know, at the end of the day, it's not illness. It's just a physical response to stress. Okay. Um, and we call it somatization mm -hmm. in the medical world. So these kiddos are, are somatizing mm -hmm. these symptoms. Um, so again, in talking with Sarah, uh, I came up with this new nurse pass to include emotion. And um, you know, I was so excited about it, I showed it to our principal. And I'm like, look at this new nurse pass I have. Can I have permission to use it? And he said, yeah, I think it's great. Wonderful. But, you know, we need to talk to kids about emotions, though, and make sure they truly understand what they are. So he gave us, you know, the permission to go out and do some lessons in the classrooms with the kids, mm -hmm. um, freeing us up from our offices to do so and freeing up some academic time during the day to go in because he felt, you know, just how important that was. Um, so basically the structure of the program started with the nurse's pass. And then Sarah and I going in either together as a team or individually and talking to the kids about different emotions, angry, anxious, nervous. Um, and Sarah says, I bring in the science behind that. Like what is actually physiologically going on in your body mm -hmm. when you're feeling nervous and anxious? Mm -hmm. um, I kind of put the kids through a quick little, and I apologize <laughs> profusely for doing so, a quick little stressful moment when mm -hmm. I first walk in. I'm mm -hmm. like, oh, you know, guys, before we start, your teacher wanted me to do a quick spelling test with you <laughs> or a quick math quiz. Sure. It's only going to be graded a little bit, you know, and then you can see the tension, sure. feel the tension rising in the room. And then I stop them and say, all right, I'm sorry, I apologize. I had to play a little trick on you because I want you to feel what stress feels like. Mm. Um, so let's talk about that for a mission. What kind of emotions are you all feeling? And they'll mm -hmm. start throwing out angry with you or really confused or all of this. And mm -hmm. I said, okay, now let's reflect a little bit more. And what is our body doing? How does your head feel? Let's do a quick body scan. What's going on in your head? You know, and we get swirling thoughts and jumbled thoughts and maybe sometimes headache you know my head's throbbing I mm -hmm. just okay well what's your heart doing oh my heart's beating really 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 fast 
And how's that making your throat feel? Oh, yeah, I got like a lump in my throat or my throat's really mm-hmm. dry. And I say, well, is that a sore throat? And I just try to make these connections with the kids. So you're making things explicit. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then we'll get to our belly and say, what are your bellies doing? How many people had butterflies? And all the hands go up. Okay, well, is that a stomach ache? And you can see them like, yeah, it is. Okay, great. Glad you're all feeling this right now. Mm-hmm. Now we're going to take you through some stress management techniques, some different tools. Mm-hmm. We call them calm down techniques mm-hmm. um, to help your bodies calm down. And then we're going to see how you feel afterwards. Mm-hmm. And the kids are really responding amazingly. And I think it's important to make it explicit because even as adults, we don't do that, right? Sometimes I'll feel my stomach or I'll feel anxious and I'll go, oh my gosh, what is ha- what is stressing me out? And then as soon as I figure out the why behind it or as soon as I recognize what's going on in my body, it's not that I even have to solve it. It's that I have... I have that something that, okay, this is the reason why now I can move forward. Um, And I think we skip that step a lot of just identifying what's happening in our body, firstly, and then identifying what emotion you feel with it. Mm -hmm. And if you reflect as adults, a lot of times we don't do it. So to expect kids to do it, know what's going on, run to guidance, talk about it in three minutes, get back, do their work. You know, it's not enough time for this. So we really have to have those moments where they can look and say, okay, yeah, I was, I was feeling really anxious when you said Mm -hmm. that rather than, you know, she just do it and then say, okay, you were feeling anxious, weren't you? Now let's calm down. Um, Taking that moment to really reflect and understand what's going on. So I know all of West Vincent like all of Owen J. Roberts, is invested in social-emotional learning. As I listen to both of you speak, I reflect on the five competencies in social-emotional learning, and I'm hearing two of them taught very explicitly. Self-awareness through a a very um, body-scanning process Mm -hmm. and an assessment of what's going on. I'm also hearing, and I'd like to hear more about this, Mm self-management. Tell me from both of your perspectives, how are you now moving our young people, grades kindergarten Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. to sixth grade at West Vincent, how are you moving them to take ownership and manage their their upset? Okay. So I can continue with that nurse pass. Um, It's really become quite a tool. So not only do they tell me what injury or illness they're having, they also identify that emotion. And in part of that lesson this year, and we're really digging in and leaning more into that this year, um, we're asking them to take those few moments to reflect. And I give the kids a moment and we talk about what are some of the stressors? Mm -hmm. What are some of the things that cause us big emotions in Mm -hmm. school? Um, and I'll, you know, have them throw out some different ideas. A lot of time we hear math test, science test. Just this last week, it was great. I heard kiddos saying, um, I didn't do my homework, and I know I'm going to get in trouble. Mm. So having that responsibility, they're recognizing their own accountability in this, right? I didn't do my homework, and now I don't feel so great. Excellent. Um, We're hearing that. We're hearing, you know, I got in a fight with mom and dad at home this morning, or I had an argument with a kid, with a friend at recess, and we didn't have time to fix it before Mm -hmm. the whistle rang, and here I am now in class. So I kind of give them that opportunity to identify what could cause them Mm -hmm. to feel these strong emotions in school Mm -hmm. um, so that they have that opportunity. 
We also talk a little bit about even positive stress, right? Because not yes. all stress is bad stress. Mm -hmm. We need good stress in our life to motivate us to study in that. Mm -hmm. And we have that mm -hmm. discussion with them as well. Wonderful. Um, but then also, you know, that good stress, that, you know, hockey tournament that you're going to have this weekend or that big birthday party or that vacation your family's taking can cause your body to feel not right because you're so excited about it. But it can cause your body to react, right? And it doesn't have to be bad. It can be good. So just giving them that, that tool of reflection and, and what's going on. And then I ask that, you know, before they, um, before they come to me, really, I want you to now check an emotion because I want your trip to my office to be more authentic. I want you to come in and say, my tummy hurts because I'm anxious about the math test this afternoon because I'm not going to go through my nursing history taking with you and ask you about what you had for breakfast and is anyone else at home sick and did you eat lunch today and when's the last time you pooped, right? <laughs> you know, I'm not going to do these things with you if you're telling me you're nervous and your belly hurts because of it, right? And the kids laugh when I, you know, <laughs> sure. how many times do I send you to the bathroom? And you're right. like, I don't need to go to the bathroom. Um, so kind of silly, but the kids love that, mm -hmm. right? They mm -hmm. like me being real with them. Yeah. Um, so, you know, they have to identify that emotion before they come up. The second part of that nurse's pass is at the bottom, we kind of have a three before me technique. So we list out, I think, six different um, calm down techniques already on the nurse pass that they can try. Wonderful. And I ask that they try at least three of those before they leave their classroom to come to my office. That's fantastic. Yeah. So lots of times, all six are checked. And they're <laughs> in my, you know, obviously, they really didn't try much, but that's okay. As long as they're coming to me with some honesty to say, hey, I got a tummy ache, I got a test coming up, can you help me with it? And I say to them, I am happy to see you in my office. I'm not asking you to not come, but I want you to come in a way that I can really help you. A mint isn't going to solve this problem for you, right? But if you come to me and I can take a few minutes and do some deep breathing with you, or I can just sit and we can just reflect and just talk, or maybe I give you a timer and you go in color for a few minutes, if that helps you to calm your body and help your body feel better, I'm here. I'm, I'm here to be your tool master to help you with whatever it is you need. So um, as I listen to you, Becky, and please correct me if I'm off base, as I listen to you, I'm reflecting on a school nurse who is doing light years beyond what my school nurse did. So are all school nurses doing this now, or is this something you want to see grow? I want to see this grow. And if I can take a second to do a little braggart here. Mm -hmm. um, so... I was introduced to a nurse blogger on Twitter, uh, Robin Kogan. She's out of uh, Camden, uh, University of Camden Nursing Program. She has a, she's very, very active on Twitter, and I've been following her for some time. She threw out a uh, blog um, prompt to ask about um, wanting to know about school nurses and counselors collaborating. How are we collaborating, and do we have any stories? So I quickly direct messaged her and said, hey, my counselor and I have this great program we're doing. Told her a little bit about it. She's like, I want you to be a guest blogger. Will you please write up a guest blog post for me and we'll put it out there? Sure. So a week later, she publishes it for me. I have gotten so many responses from nurses all over this country. Alaska, Hawaii, Kansas, St. Louis. Just actually had a phone call with a group of nurses from St. Louis three days ago. They just want to know more about this. What can we be doing in our offices? Because we all have frequent visitors. We all want, we're all in the business of helping. We all want to help. And I believe it is our role now as school nurses. Because as you say, we've changed. We're changing. Yeah. Everything's evolving. 
Um, the stress that our children are feeling today is so much more than we've ever felt as our own when we were children, yeah. right? Direct yes. uh, social media, all of this other stress mm -hmm. out there in the world going on, current status of our country, everything going yeah. on. The kids feel it too. Mm -hmm. It's not just us. Mm -hmm. um, so as school nurses, it is our role to be helping and assisting these children and giving them these tools for wellness. It's wellness at the end of the day. It is our job to be doing this. So um, yeah, I would love school nurses all over this country to be doing this, all over the world for that matter. Um, it's just a matter of getting, getting the word out, which you guys are helping today in doing mm -hmm. that. Um, I have an opportunity to write an article I'm going to be speaking at some conferences over the next year Beautiful. at a few different school nursing association Beautiful. conferences. Hopefully, abstracts have been submitted. Um, so again, hoping to get that word out there mm -hmm. and, and help build this. Mm -hmm. And um, and all along, I'm saying build those relationships with your counselors because mm -hmm. in buildings, we really are a team. We, mm -hmm. we really back and forth with each other. So Sarah, I want you to speak to something else that resonated with me as you and Becky were speaking. Uh, and I forget which one of you said this, but I heard the commitment on the part of your principal. Mm -hmm. And I, I know your principal and I respect him immensely. So today, my understanding and my experience in the world of education to do the kind of innovative, cutting edge work that you're both involved in right now takes a courageous, deeply committed principal. So tell me about that player on this team. You need it. I mean, you really do. Um, he is very, very good at recognizing um, leadership in others, um, which doesn't always happen in every environment. So we're very lucky to have that. Um, but he looks at us and says, OK, Becky, you are the expert at being a nurse. And Sarah, you are the expert at being my counselor. And you tell me what that means for our school. Um, so when we come up with an idea, he he doesn't kind of rein us in other than to say, make sure you think this through and, and <laughs> you're not taking on too much because um, both of us have uh, can can do that at times. Um, but he does a really good job of trusting what um, what we're doing and trusting that we we have the right tools to do it. Um, and as Becky was talking, I kept thinking we all got into this profession for the right reason. Um, no one became a nurse because they really like putting band-aids on people. Uh, no one became a counselor because they, you know, love the the paperwork of it. No one became a teacher because they love reading and math. And they might like all those things too. But every one of us decided to pursue a career in education because we want to help children. Um, so when you ask the question of, you know, are other nurses doing this? As much as they can, they are because it's innate in all of us. We all want to do it. And a big piece of it is, do you have the support from your administration? Because it takes the time. Um, you have to, uh, Nurse Becky invested so much time last year in setting this program up, um, in building the relationships with teachers so that they trusted her enough to give them a half hour of each of their days. You know, it was 30 to 45 minutes, the lessons last year that she went in and, and did. And the teachers were happy to do it. And Every one of them stayed in the room during that time. None of them left to go run, you know, print off. They wanted to learn about it, too. Um, so she's built that trust where they all see her as the expert in this. Um, and because she put that time in, which I know that a lot of us don't feel like we have that time, but because she put that time in last year, she's seeing it 
two and threefold this year where she now has more time to be able to do that because kids aren't lining up at her door and at the same time they're getting all that academic back that they're you know maybe they had the half hour with her but they're not missing all this time walking to and from the nurse's office because they're able to practice some of these things in their classroom as they're still listening to their instruction. Mm -hmm. So as we have our listeners from various school systems with us today, we have a deeply caring, courageous, empowering administrator. Mm -hmm. We have an innovative, deeply caring nurse. We have a very caring counselor. And we have, what I'm hearing, an entire building of caring educators who, is being, who are being allowed and given the time mm -hmm. to connect to this innovative idea. Mm -hmm. So let me turn to our friend here. Mike, as a special educator, not in O&J Roberts, but in a neighboring school system, as you listen to this, as a special educator, uh, how does this resonate with you? It makes me think a lot. I'm going to say, because I know that, uh, particularly with special ed, you feel like you have a lot of this gray area with your kids because the amount of support that you provide them is typically so much higher than a general education teacher would give. So if my kids are emotionally distressed, I'm thinking, what am I going to do about this? I'm not thinking, well, I wonder if the nurse could be supporting me in this, mm -hmm. or I wonder if I should loop in the counselor on this because I'm trying to solve all of these problems by myself. Mm -hmm. So the whole time I'm thinking, wow, you know, it's amazing that this is more of a community approach to addressing the needs of these kids and helping them to build awareness and then build strategies to self-regulate. That's, that's fantastic. Mm -hmm. And I think something that a lot of educators, and when I say educators, I mean like anyone who works in a school building is an educator. Mm -hmm. They're all finite resources. There's only so much time in a day. There's only so much that you can give to one child or a group of children. So the idea of being able to lean on others is really, really appealing to me, <laughs> to mm -hmm. be honest. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, so that's just what keeps running through my mind. So Becky and Sarah, as you speak to your friend across the table here, special educator, can you share anything with our listeners, uh, specifically how this has benefited a special needs population? Funny you should ask that. Um, just this last week, uh, so last Friday and then again today, I had two very explicit examples of where this has worked with a special ed child, um, three different children to speak of. Mm -hmm. um, so last week, um, a little girl, she's a third grader. She's been coming in multiple times this school year with stomach aches. Um, you know, I, I've spent a great deal of time with her trying to develop a relationship. She's new to our building, um, which I think I'm well on the way of doing, mm -hmm. just sitting and talking with her and just mm -hmm. making that connection. Um, and we've been into her classroom already and have done this lesson. And the, te the technique or the calm down technique that she took away was the deep breathing mm -hmm. using a Hoberman sphere. Oh. I don't know if you know a Hoberman yes, sphere. They're wonderful. the expandable spheres, yeah. and then you can collapse them down very easily. So I use those as a uh, visual example of taking a deep breath, expanding your belly, holding it, and then releasing your breath. Um, we do it very slowly. Mm -hmm. And she was tuned in in the classroom lesson. She's been to my office a few times since, and um, you know I go through my typical 
making sure she's not mm -hmm. sick routine. Mm -hmm. And then we do some deep breathing. So Friday, she came in after recess, bright cheeked and agitated. And I could tell. And I had a few other kids in my room mm -hmm. at the time. And she's there. And I'm like, hey, w what do you need? And she's like, I just need the ball and your timer. <laughs> and I said, okay, okay, here they are. She took herself to the corner of the room, sat down with that sphere, did her 10 breaths. Once the timer was out, which is about three minutes, she up and left. Beautiful. I did very little interaction with her. She did it on her own. I was amazed. I ran down the hall. I think I ran in. Sarah was in her office. <laughs> oh, my gosh, this was just <laughs> happened. I was so excited for her. I sent an email off to her grandmother that weekend, mm. uh, let her teachers know as well. And so that's one concrete example. So before you go on, let's pause for a minute. Mm. Let's be aware of all the different people that benefited. Mm -hmm. So here this young lady, what grade? Third. Third grade. A third grader learns self-management mm -hmm. that she can take for the rest of her life. Others in that class benefited because she was upset and she, they would have been the recipients of that upsetness. Mm -hmm. Her teacher benefited. Your principal benefited. Mm -hmm. And maybe even mom and dad back home <laughs> benefited. Mm -hmm. Because this idea of a counselor and, a, excuse me, a nurse and a counselor working together on emotional regulation mm -hmm. and self-management were able to teach a very practical skill. Yeah, yeah. That's way beyond powerful. So cool. Yeah. It was so cool. Yeah. Um, then today, as I'm walking out of the building, um, special ed uh, teacher came over to me and said, Nurse Becky, I just have to tell you what happened today. I'm like, what happened? Tell me. She said, um, so last week, as, you know, we're talking about staff as well, and mm -hmm. staff wellness falls underneath our umbrella. So mm -hmm. on uh, Thursday, Wednesday, Wednesday of last week, I sat down with our special ed teachers as well as our specials mm -hmm. teachers. Um, they're not part of the homeroom, so they haven't been um, privy to these mm -hmm. lessons we've been doing. Mm -hmm. But it's important that they understand the language that we're using mm -hmm. with the kids, the different techniques and tools we mm -hmm. use. So I thought, let me do one of these for them. Mm -hmm. So I brought them in. We did a quick 30-minute lesson with them. I went through all of the different techniques that we use. And the one technique I use for deep breathing is tracing each one of your fingers. Mm -hmm. So it's a perfect prescription of five deep breaths. You have a little bit of a sensory component mm -hmm. there as we're mm -hmm. touching very calmly. Mm -hmm. um, so I showed them that. Um, special ed teacher for our fifth and sixth graders went back and showed her students in her classroom. And then today she ran up to tell me that two of them this week, a sixth grader and a fifth grader, used it. Fantastic. Yeah. So I was so excited. She's like, oh, and you had to see it. They were just tracing their finger, and it was just so amazing. And you can just see their bodies calm. And I said, that's amazing. It's just amazing. So there's three examples of special ed students benefiting from what we're doing and then the staff as well as we say staff wellness these are all techniques that we can use and part of our programming this year as well are staff challenges mm. so just in october we did a staff wellness challenge uh, stress management so sarah and i both you know put on our actress shoes and got <laughs> out there and recorded ourselves on youtube doing a few different videos uh -huh. sent them out to our staff so they could listen and watch to some of these techniques they had an opportunity to try it, and then we handed out a Yeti at the end of the month for those that, that tried. How nice. Yeah. yeah. How nice. But so it, yeah. So ahead. along with your students, uh, I wasn't aware of this, along with your students, you're doing this work, wellness, social-emotional learning, uh, stress management with the entire staff. 
Correct. Uh, when you yes. said this is under our umbrella as well, yeah. I wasn't aware of that. Yeah. Sarah, can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, so we um, took Castle's five areas um, of SEL learning. We broke down our year into those five areas. Um, and then we have weekly themes that the teachers can use in their classroom lessons with their students um, and also embed in different lessons. So if they're doing a read aloud, they can try to embed it in there. Um, and then we have weekly uh, SEL lessons too that they can use with those. And then each of those five areas, we also introduced a teacher challenge. Mm. So that stress management one we had done, um, right now we have social bingo. So we have a bingo card with all different um, challenges that they can do where they're interacting with others. Um, eating lunch with a student, um, baking something for the faculty lounge, bringing coffee for a coworker, giving a compliment to um, a student who might have been a challenge at one point, um, just trying to make connections with their coworkers, with their students, and also with the community um, is the one that we're doing now. And then we have a team art challenge. Mm -hmm. um, we have a staff shout out challenge where uh, the door is decorated with um, different shout-outs that your coworkers have given you mm -hmm. so that also the students can see teachers complimenting each other, um, but also you have a little pick-me-up from uh, getting a compliment from someone else. Yeah. So we have lots of different challenges that we're trying to incorporate what we're teaching to the students, to the teachers as well. Um, you know, if, if we don't get it, it's really hard to give it to someone else. Yeah, mm. absolutely. Yeah. So as we start to bring our, our time to close here, what would be one from each of you, one recommendation, one starting point, something real doable that any school could do to move in the direction you're at now. Becky? Um, so I really think, as Sarah had said, I've done a lot of hard work in getting this ready. And the best advice that was ever given to me was given to me by my principal on my very first day of working at West Vincent Elementary, and that was to get out and build relationships with your staff, your students, and your families. Um, so I think as much as you can, get to know the teachers you work with, the teachers you don't work with. Um, if you're a nurse, get out of your office and walk the building in the mornings. Mm -hmm. Grab your counselor a cup of coffee and take a walk about. Um, mm -hmm. Sarah and I do it every single morning. Um, nice. So you're building those connections. So as Sarah had said, I have the trust of the teachers. Mm -hmm. I have the trust of the students. I've been a consistent part of their mm -hmm. life now for six years. I have the trust of their families because I build those connections. Um, so I think that's very doable, and it really is the starting point of any of this because mm -hmm. without that, this would be a lot harder to accomplish. I love that. Thank you, Becky. Yeah. Sarah? Oh, I'm so mad she went first. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's exactly what I was going to say. Uh, no, but it really, it really is those, uh, it's, it's really those connections that you're making with others. Um, I've been going out and trying to do lunches with our teammates, uh, with our different teams. So I eat lunch with first grade and second grade and third grade and um, trying to get out there. And I think that it goes back to us being experts in our own areas. Um, I think when students see that we are all connected, they can trust all of us mm. in, in all those different areas mm -hmm. too. Um, so that when they see that I have a connection with their teacher, when they see that I'm in the classroom, when they see their, that Nurse Becky's in the classroom, um, and really I think the biggest impact that it's had for me is having that um, real scientific 
evidence-based background mm-hmm. that Becky brings when just the words come out of her mouth that this is a program. Mm. Um, it's a different, I could say the exact same thing that she's saying, but it's different when I walk into the classroom and say, I'm here on behalf of Nurse Becky to present this program to you. Um, the first year that she did it, maybe two weeks after she had started it, I had a sixth grade boy who had never been into my office in the, the full time he had been at our school, um, who if I was a therapist probably could um, diagnose him with anxiety mm-hmm. um, and had never seen him because he never he never felt comfortable coming in. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wish that I had an office that everyone felt comfortable. And But in reality, there are people that look at emotions and look at guidance and you know touchy-feely as just that and they Mm. don't understand that science and I think when your teachers are trusting in it and showing you that they're completing these challenges um, you know I've seen that bingo board that I was talking about the social bingo hung in teachers rooms so kids can see it Um, when they see that their teachers are following it when they see that their nurse is giving it um, this gravity to it also and that their counselors on board I think they feel a lot more comfortable coming forward and talking about these things. And we have a community piece also where we do breakfast for parents. Um, We send home newsletters. So I think it's all aspects are saying this is real and this is something that's important. Um, And it starts, like Becky said, with those, with just being a presence, with being in the hallways, with being seen. Mm -hmm. Thank you both very, very much. Becky Kilfoy, school nurse at West West Vincent Elementary, and Sarah Weber, counselor at West Vincent Elementary, both in ONJ Roberts School District. Ladies, thank you so much. We really appreciate it. Thank uh, you. I hope thank you're welcome you. to folks contacting you. Oh, Absolutely. We'd be happy. Yes. Good. Thank yep. you. Mike, thanks again for coordinating all this. Absolutely. Uh, I appreciate any chance I get to uh, get stories like this out there. Mm-hmm. And I'm really, really looking forward to uh, what the future brings with that. Yep. Is there any way so you said that you found this nurse through twitter correct mm-hmm. or have, yeah. have you been stepping up your uh social media <laughs> influence indeed indeed i have i have my own blog out there now so uh, heal healing nursing with a healing hand is the name of my blog nice. and i'm also out there at at nurse kilfoy is my twitter feed so uh yeah i'm out there if people want to reach out you can connect me there fantastic I have not stepped up my social media game, so (laughs) go through Nurse Becky for that, or you can always email me, Sarah Weber, at ojrsd.net, and I'm happy to share any resources with you. There we go. All right, so thank you again for coming in and sharing your story with us, and we will see you next time on SEL Convergence. Thank you. Thank you.